Everybody is amazing, and I love it so much. Haven't you been so encouraged by the word? I, listen, let me just, I have to fold my legs and be on the couch tonight because I don't even know where to start. Our whole religious Christianity, uh, our thought about God, our concepts, our social constructs have been challenged by the word. And, you know, please, just in case you begin to denounce God, Go and do your own research before you come with conclusions, right? Because you can hear a word like you've heard over the last couple of days and make a conclusion that, you know what, God doesn't exist. Let me just live my life anyhow. I think that's still illiterate. And actually, you will make the mistake of repeating another religious sect out of lack of information. So you've got to do well to go away and study for yourself, and begin to look at these things in context so that you are well informed. Is that okay? Um, I really want to rush into the word tonight because I really don't want to spend too much time because I want us to go away and think some more. I want us to go and establish these truths that we've been hearing a little bit more and begin to build our lives accordingly, the way it ought to be. And I know that for many of us, you're sitting down with the word and you're listening again and you're asking so many questions. I almost feel a bit liberated, if I'm honest with you. I feel free. Um, the shackles and the bondage of religion have been broken. Can somebody say hallelujah? hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> some things are being broken. It's almost like some spells have been lifted. It's like, I don't know if you ever watched Hercules and they eventually they released the demons and they were free at last. <laughs> I feel free to roam around London saying I can do it all now. Anyway, um, I'm just going to get into some few things tonight, some few thoughts. I'm going to repeat some things that you've already heard so that they stick with you, so that you don't forget them. That has to go on, please. It is quite hot in here. Summer is coming, so it is quite hot. So I, I really want, that's much now. It's going to affect the eyelashes. Aha, good. Like I said, I really want us to get to a place where we are effective in this world and we truly bring about change. We are a progressive people and we're doing things that prepare us for the next generation of people. So in other words, as PT started yesterday, it's either you evolve or you die. So you may want to note that in your diary somewhere or in your notes or put it somewhere that you can see all the time. It's either you evolve or you die. And death isn't the fact that you no longer exist here on earth. Death is irrelevance. Death means that you're just irrelevant. You're here on this earth roaming but without purpose without vision, without doing anything that changes the trajectory of people's lives, that causes us to think forward, that thinks progressive, profitable, you're just irrelevant. That's what death is. So it's either you evolve or you die. And if you're still in the religious way of thinking, I just want you to hear. I want you to... Listen, you may not completely agree with a lot of the things that you've heard. You don't even have to like it, but please listen. Because that is one thing that religion didn't teach us or Christianity or the church didn't teach us was to be open-minded about things. 
was to first hear argument, then go away and challenge arguments. Rather, we were just told. And we were told and expected to just carry out what we were told. Without any challenging, without any argument. And if you dare argue, you are rebellious. Actually, rebellious people are the people that create the next world. Rebellious people are the people that think. They challenged. You know, when I was in school, I used to get kicked out of class a lot because I was rebellious. I used to ask Miss, why? Why does that do that? Why is the earth flat? And my teacher couldn't give me the answer, so I got kicked out. Because they told me I was rebellious. They said that Nikki is naughty. Nikki doesn't want to follow the order of the class. Nikki just wants to be disruptive. No, no, no. Nikki was challenging you. And because you didn't teach her, go and get the right information to educate me with. Your quick answer was to tell me that I'm naughty. Guess what that did to someone like me? It dumbed me down. So I never asked questions anymore because when I got home from being kicked out in the class, you know what's coming. You're getting the shoe thrown at you. You're getting the McDonald's, um, the strip from the, the balloon knocked on your head. You're getting wire, you know wire, cable wire, that one. And you didn't get that, uh, Mika. Oh, God, your parents were very good to you, you know. You got the wire, then you got the, the stick we use for Eba and Amala to pound. That one, bah, that you get that one too. Anything that is physically um, available to use. <laughs> this one was from an umbrella. Uh -huh. It broke on my hand and the thing wedged in there. I, I, these are battle scars, guys. Don't, be, don't, don't pity me. Don't pity me. These are war, veteran scars. I'm proud. Memorabilia. Anyway, I want us to keep thinking tonight on these thoughts. And like I said, I'm going to repeat some things that I even said. Um, just because I don't want to cheat you by bringing anything new to you. I'm still learning myself. I'm still studying for myself. I'm still beginning to understand what this work is because you've got to see this work from another perspective now. It's a movement more than it is a religious, um, a religious celebration of nothingness, you know. So uh, let us get into things tonight. Um, where do we even start? Where, where, where do we start? Pastor Genevieve, where should we start tonight? From the beginning. Right, actually what we're going to do, Dr. Alexis, if you can give her a mic. There are two definitions she gave to me yesterday. Gave to me yesterday. And PT began, began to mention it actually. We have a conflict with religion and science. Do you know when we were children in church and we used to say things like, this is almost like antichrist. Uh, you don't believe it, you don't challenge, you don't get involved in that. Then you ask questions on science. It's all, again, it's rebellion. How dare you ask these things in church? Like, don't you know God is almighty? Don't you know God is all majestic? Don't you know that God doesn't want you to ask these questions because it makes you, it's, it's like you're challenging his mightiness. <laughs> Whereas he, pro, he brought scientists on earth to do the works for us. So it's actually an insult on God for us not to be involved with the scientist. Because he created them, apparently. Are you here with me? So can you read the two definitions you gave to me yesterday? Number one, the definition of science. And then the definition of interrogate with the breakdown as you gave it to me. This is Dr. Alexis. Go on, please, ma'am. 
Make sure the mic is on for her, please. Science definition. Yeah. Science is the pursuit and application of knowledge and understanding of the natural and social world following a, system, a systematic methodology based on evidence. Go on, again. Because I, I, when, I, when she wrote that or sent it to me, the thing that grabbed me the most was the based on evidence. A lot of the things that we see in Christianity, let me just be honest with you, there's no evidence. If you disagree with me, I need to see the comments. I can see power circle debate here. I need to see comments. If you disagree with me, put your hands up and tell me the evidence that you've seen. I like to be challenged just because I'm also growing and learning, I guess. Or can I use the word evolving? So I want you to repeat that one more time, Ma, more emphatically, please. Science definition. Yeah. Science is the pursuit and application of knowledge and understanding of the natural and social world following a systematic methodology based on evidence. I love this. It, said it follows a systematic methodology, meaning it's gone through the process of trying and testing. It's going through the process of checking things and getting the evidence of how things work. That's what science does. Whereas church, it's just, I think it's so spiritual. Nothing really ever adds up, but we're told to just believe it. Do you know, religion for many of us really just appeased and came to comfort us. It was more a sense of hope for many people. Whereas if we're going to get the answer to many things and the solution to most problems, it's most likely going to be in science. Do you remember the days when I used to come down and tell you guys that um, I remember my encounter with God. Listen to the encounter. I remember it very, very vividly. And I think today I'm just going to gist with you guys and talk freely. Is that okay? Yes, ma'am. There's no real rhythm towards anything. I just want to talk. Yeah? I was in Pastor David's house in, um, where did you, mom? Acton. And I had a terrible toothache. Do you remember the story? Terrible toothache. Terrible toothache. And... It was so bad, we needed to do 6 a.m. prayer the next morning. So I took paracetamol and I went down on my knees and I prayed. No, I didn't take, I think I took cocodamol. Cocodamol. I went down on my knees and prayed. I said, Lord, I need to be up at 6 a.m. to do this prayer. Help me. And I promise you, I saw a light. No, I promise you, I saw a light. Pastor Mika. A light came from the window, and in that moment, my tooth felt better. Praise God. Somebody say praise God. Hallelujah. I promise you that's what happened. But listen to the story very well. I took cocodamol. <laughs> then I prayed. So without the cocodamol, and if you know cocodamol doctors, that one even can cause hallucination. So I could have been seeing anything. Could have been seeing anything. I was with the angels. But 
Mr. Kokodamo that helped me. <laughs> but I came to you guys and I told you, even on that 6 a.m. prayer, our prayer was so fire-filled that day. It was so, in fact, we went on till about 8 because <laughs> I was so full of the Kokodamo. I thought I was full of the spirit. I was full of Kokodamo. And it kept me going till about 8 a.m. We were really going for that prayer. But in that prayer, I gave all thanks to the almighty God for visiting me as I got down on my knees to pray to him. Actually, I'm more thankful and grateful to him for the Kokodomo or for the doctor who created the Kokodomo, who had the wisdom to take this tablet and put information in this tablet to help my infirmity. That's the man I praise. That's the man I give thanks to. Because they went through a methodology of finding out enough information to translate it into a tablet. That actually saved my life because I promise you, I could have, I could have, I could have hurt myself that day. If you've ever gone through tooth pain, guys, you know that's the most horrible thing in the world. I actually think they said it's worse than, than childbirth. That thing is demonic. I don't wish it on a bad person. It's terrible. You will know, Pastor Chris, you had it recently, right? That thing is wicked. You guys know what happened to me in Hermitage. I cried like a baby to the point they called PT. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. Do you know what he did? He sent money for me to go to the doctors. There was no prayer. There was no intercession. Go find the dentist. Here's 2K. That's how much it costs to take the tooth out. 2K, go meet the doctors. So I'm, I'm helping you guys, right? You're understanding where I'm going with this stuff. I started speaking to you guys the other day and I started saying things about instructions. But you do know that instructions are actually given to people who've paid the price for them. If I'm about to buy this camera today, normally it will come with an instruction manual because I paid the price for the device to get the instruction on how to use it. So don't think that instructions are just given to anyone. You've got to have first paid the price. Even to become a son, it's a price paid. You've gone through processes. If you go to the book of Psalms, which I'm not going to go to today, Psalms chapter 2 begins to say, uh, says there somewhere, today you have become my son. That's actually part of a series of them going through certain things to get to a place to be qualified to become a son. You pay price to go for instructions. The things that I instruct uh, Pastor Ryan to do, he can, I can only do that because of certain methodolic processes. He's done certain things to qualify for instruction. Not just instructing anyone. That's too costly on my part. You wouldn't understand it, number one. You haven't gone through the process of it. And you will even feel offended at times because some of the things that you will be instructed to do will almost look ludicrous. It will sound like how? Why? What for? And so I'm saying this to you today to say that I think we're going to, into a new phase of this work a new direction of this work. And some of the things that we will be expected to do, like I said yesterday, may be unpopular to the masses. 
But in any evolving thing or anything that is going to move forward, it will first start by being unpopular. I told you a while ago, before you are accepted, you are first rejected because it's never been seen before. It's never been known before. To see a bunch of young black people doing something different, it will be unpopular at first. Embrace yourself for it. Get ready for it. Religion, unfortunately, couldn't adopt these ideas. They didn't adapt. They didn't evolve and they couldn't embrace. I'm going to get into something with you tonight via scripture. So don't quickly run away from these things. Don't run away from the Bible thinking that, okay, we're just going to figure things out by ourselves. No, I still thank God for religion because religion brought us to this place to answer, ask certain questions. If not for religion, we wouldn't be thinking about how do we contribute to building the new world or building society or even getting to where we are today. Are you following me? So we cannot just completely uh, reject our process to get in here. It's still actually a method. It's still a way. Because if we didn't go through this channel, what way would, it, would we have gone to get here? we've still got to celebrate religion we've still got to thank God for church and we've still got to even encourage our mums and dads who are doing it let them be there it's fine because you don't want them to interfere in this kind of work no way because the minute you tell them you're, you're, you're sowing one million ah, it's going to be long allow them to do what they're doing so when Pastor Domicella's mum came and everything was a prayer we accepted it we even said amen. We even closed our eyes and held our hands together and said, Nilu, for me anyway, I said, Nilu Jesu. In the name of Jesus. Yes, ma. Hallelujah, ma. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In fact, we say, in Jesus' name we pray. Remember those ones? The emphasis. In Jesus' name we pray. And we think something was really happening there. Amazing stuff. So we, we have to leave the religious people. They too have to come to a light. And they only can come to a light based on them going to do some research and asking certain questions for themselves. And this is why I say to you, before you come to, uh, before you come to any conclusion, do your study. Do your research. The way you evolve with a PT isn't just by accepting everything, and we should, but you too have to go away and study too and come to this light as well. Otherwise, it will just be yes sir, yes sir, but you wouldn't know why. And if you don't know why, you will not have the fruit of the things that we are expected to do as nationals. So you've got to go away and study. And this is why... I'm going to start with 2 Timothy again because I don't think I had enough time yesterday to truly delve into it the way I wanted to. This for me is such an important scripture. If you can read it in the NKJV version, we can get a clearer understanding of what, who was speaking to who now? Uh, uh, Paul was saying to Timothy. Please read, Ma. 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. Yes. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Yes. And is profitable for doctrine. Please stop there. Number one, every word you hear. And if when PT is preaching, I'm looking at that as scripture. The new scriptures. That's why the nation Bible has to be, has to be made. 
Because that scripture is word. All word is God breathed, is inspired by. It's inspired by a revelation. Mm -hmm. And if it's inspired by a revelation, it should make you profitable. Do you know the word of the scientist is inspired by revelations? And it's making them profitable. They're rich, you're not. As in religion, it's not rich. But the scientist is rich. They got a word. Guys, I'm going to really mess some of you up in the next couple of weeks, months, days. Most of the words you hear are not religious words. I told you guys the other day about the word prophet, right? Or was it prophet I taught you about? No, it was um, apostle. I told you it wasn't a religious word, right? I told you it was what? It's a political word. So I was excited when PT was speaking about another word yesterday. I've forgotten what it was. Good news. It was a war word. Do you also know that the word anointed is not religious? We made it religious. Do you know what the word anoint means? Let me tell you. You might want to get dictionary definition as well. It's actually to call somebody and appoint somebody into the position of a leader. That's what the word anoint means. But yeah, the church would say it's to rub oil. Anointing oil. That's, that's what is anointing. So we rub oils everywhere. That's what it is. For some of us, you begin to enjoy studying now because it's no longer a religious duty. Rather, you're trying to get knowledge that's making you better. Let's look at the word. So when we call uh, 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 Yehoshua, it means the anointed one. He was instated to be a leader. And what is the responsibility of a leader? to just give hope is to make sure that you're profitable, that you have something to contribute to society that you know how to build the economy, that you know what to do to, uh, to make sure that everybody lives a prosperous and successful life. That's the responsibility of leadership not to be praying all day and all night do you want to read the definition of anointed? Or do you have it there in the way I've put it? You can read the first few because, again, Dictionary 2 will give you some definitions that are still religious in nature because that's what we've made it to be. Guess what happens after a while? And I, I thank God for people like Dr. Alexis. When she taught me about epigenetics, you know, after a while, our bodies begin to conform to the environment that we're in. It's the same thing with language and modern society, modern art, modern modernity, if you want to put it. If something has been happening for so long and people have been practicing a certain thing for so long, even the dictionary will just pick it up and say, that's what it is. Do you understand what I've just said? I don't think I put it in the most eloquent way, but if somebody's been practicing something for so long, then the whole world will just say, okay, that's what that is. Same thing with religion. It never... Listen, it didn't start 6,000 years ago, guys. Even though we were told that, scientists would tell us something else. 
Don't worry about Big Bang and all those things. But the scientists would teach us something else based on evidences. So even the dictionary is kind of flawed. That's why we've got to have our own revelation. <laughs> I'm just talking tonight, guys. And I'm talking so that you can jot things down so you can go away and study for yourself. Um, you want to read some things. Don't leave that Second Timothy because we still need to go back and, and delve with it. You may even want to get other translations. And if you have something that you need to send over to the readers, do send it over because we're just thinking tonight. We're talking together tonight. Yeah. After a while, let me tell you something about the nation family. It will also be in the dictionary somewhere. Nationalism. Because we've been practicing it for so long, it's become a way of life. Judaism, Islamism, and all these things. It were people practicing something for so long. It became a, a natural, help me English people, it's just a way of life. It's the norms for some people. So we've embraced it. Go on. Anoint, two definitions. Should be three. Nominate or choose someone as a successor to or leading candidate for a position. Did you hear this? Is there anything about the glory of God here? Anything about oil being rubbed here? Anything about smearing um, oil on your head or drinking? Imagine drinking olive oil. What we should be doing is anointing the person who ever made the oil and thanking them for it. Instead, you are drinking it. Do you know that's, <laughs> you're only doing that to go and meet the doctor tomorrow. Unbelievable. Can you read it again so that somebody at home can understand this? Anoint. Yeah. Nominate or choose someone as successor yes. to or leading candidate for a position. Yes, leading candidate for a position. That is the anointed. That was the job of Yehoshua. It was the anointed one. The one who was put on earth to lead the people in the way that they should go. That was his responsibility. That was the, world, the role of the Messiah. We made it a religious thing. We turned it into a church uh, Islam and this, because let me tell you, if you add up Buddhism, uh, Islam, 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 Islamism, Islam, thank you, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, Sikhism, Indism, if you put them all together, really they're all kind of around the same thing, very similar in nature, but they've, they've adopted certain cultures as part of their religious practices. But most of them believe the same thing. Even Islam would tell you that we believe in Jesus, but we just saw him as a messenger or just um, the guy that had, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name now? Muhammad's uh, uh, message. It's all the same thing, really. When you, they would disagree with that. And let me calm down because there's people that go extreme with it. But it all started off with an idea, an ideology that became a practice that turned into religion, that entered into cultures, that became people's way of lives. So religion too had its processes. But it's so flawed because it didn't evolve. It's not profitable. 
And if there is any profit, it doesn't suit all the people. It suits some people. Whereas if you can spend time with the thoughts that come with science and the thinking, the theory, and the sitting down with it, you will create solutions that solve people's problems. As much as I could be angry with DWP, they're solving problems. I'm angry with it, not because of what they're doing or not doing. I'm more angry because I feel that what M culture should be doing is better than the system that they've provided. But they're still solution providers. You won't be able, some people won't be able to eat in a month without DWP. Someone said facts. Hey, let that not be your own portion though. You want to read another definition? This is to anoint still. Go on. If a person in a position of authority anoints someone, they choose them to do a particular important job. Anoint. Are you with me with anoint? It's not a religious word. As much as the word apostle isn't religious. Even pastor, and I love when PT said yesterday, we're looking for another word now. Because the word pastor is not supposed to be religious. Again, Christianity and religion turned it into that. And when it turns it into something, it comes with its own practices. So a pastor should look like this. It categorizes you and puts you in boxes. And when you're not fulfilling that boxes, guess what? You are called rebellious. Actually, I think we are. And our rebellious nature is why I think that what we're building in the nation family is going to cause a worldwide revolution. Worldwide. In fact, a global revolution. So like I said, or I've been saying, that our work is people building, community building, nation building, to global lead, um, uh, building. Yeah, is that, is that a thing? that build the globe because we determine tomorrow it's people who create the next world and the way the next world runs and operates are you with me thoughts tonight talking tonight again i want you to go and ask questions by yourself but let's go back into this conversation between paul and timothy Go on, and NKJV still. Yes, ma'am. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Yeah. And is profitable for doctrine. It's profitable. The words that PT give to us, it's made me profitable. Just look at it. The word that you've heard from your leader, as in Pastor Nikki, has made some of you profitable. Let me just be honest with you. When was the last time you read your Bible, Hannah? Be honest. Just, let's not lie here because God is watching. They put the mic there. When was the last time? Huh? Uh, <laughs> she cannot ask. But the minute PT, P. Nikki or PT preached to her, she's become profitable. So the word of God, whoever that is, to her, has made her profitable. Are you following me? Is this too blasphemous, blasphemous for you tonight? Again, you're going to go back and study. And then you can even say, Mark, that could be wrong. You know, back in the days, I used to always get concerned. Thinking that this is, in my heart, I know this is not it. 
But you know you've got to just follow the flow because you don't want to be the one. You don't want to be the one. Even down to, and I'm even going to message Peter again. So what, this thing about baptism, what are we saying now? What, 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 what are we saying? Because it's been a thing like, but why though? And if it's so important, why haven't we done it just here? And if it's important, oh yeah, let's go to my bathtub and we'll be doing it together now. It can't be that it's a religious practice that we've adopted and we've made it more cultural than anything. Again, I really do hope that PT is listening to me tonight and can correct some things because that's the work of this, that's the job of leadership is to correct where we go wrong sometimes and where I may have lack of insight, but I've actually been studying, guys. I lock myself in my office and I ask questions. And when I ask questions, I'm looking at things. I'm thinking, boy, this don't make sense. But there you try and challenge it. You don't go there. Because you don't want to offend the anointed one. Have you watched Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey? Pray and Obey? Pray and Obey? Oh, if you watch that thing on Netflix. Hey, some of you won't be able to sleep. That thing is deep, though. Ah, you should watch it, though. Keep sweet, pray and obey. Interesting stuff. This is not me advertising. I don't work for Netflix. I'm just saying. You might want to watch it. Anyway, let's go back into this, this scripture. All scripture is God-breathed and profitable. When P.T. said, go build elite, that wasn't in the scriptures anywhere. That was his word. And because of that, it's made profit. It's caused productivity. We're seeing new leaders emerge from that instruction. But somebody had to pay the price first. I remember the days when we used to give everything that we didn't know that we had. When we used to stop what we were doing to focus on what he was trying to build. There was a price paid. And because that price is paid, we're qualified for instructions like go and build. And in that, the knowledge to do it is what we go to seek out. Because how do you build? Based on what? what how do you go build an elite? What is that even? Then you look into more detail. What is PT trying to do? He's trying to nation build. So what I then thought about is people. That's how we build elite. I've got to have a Dr. Alexis. As much as I've got to have a Ryan. As much as I've got to have a George. As much as I've got to have a Pastor Chris. It's all people. Coming together to make sure we do nation build. You know, by the time we finish, all the Islams, all the Hindus, they'll be part of the elite family. Because this is no longer a religious sect. This is a movement of nation builders. So be careful on how you conclude on the word. Because what's made all these religions is conclusion based on lack of information. Did you hear what I just said? Be careful on how you conclude on word. Because this is how certain religions were built. They concluded too premature. They didn't do right investigation. They weren't thorough. The interrogation centers they were supposed to build didn't do their full course. They didn't spend time getting to fully know. This is where you go and read interrogate for me, please, Mark. They didn't spend enough time delving into things. 
they conclude in there and fail to evolve with their information. Because you can, listen, you can start very small with the little information you know. Your responsibility in the, in the, in the, in the mode of evolution is to keep growing on that knowledge and information. So you can start with one idea. The expectation is for you to develop on it. That's how you evolve. But it's like religion just held on to the one thing that they know and kept it there. Do you understand what I've just said? They fail to develop in their knowledge. And this is why they're in such a regressive form. This is why they're constantly becoming irrelevant. It's so irrelevant that Beyonce can create a whole song called Church Girl. And in that song, if you see the twerkulation happening there, it's almost, that's blasphemous, one would say. But who can dare judge her? That's the loudest thing I play in my car. And I'm working with her, competing. I'm competing with her. Everything is, you know. I'm not angry. I'm not annoyed. Am I still on? I'm not angry with her. I'm not annoyed because she's relevant. The church isn't. How many churches can fill Tottenham Stadium and you people that crossed Tottenham back in the day? Look now. You people that were, off, that, that were disrespecting, look now. Everybody is there doing concert. Ah, we messed ourselves up. We ran to Mayfair. Now Tottenham is the place to be. You know it's so bad that on her own picture, she's put Tottenham Stadium. Go and check up. You know me, I look at everything. I'm nosy. I think nosiness is actually a good thing to have if you're looking for information. It's curiosity. They said curiosity killed the cat. No, I think it made it more alive. It turned the cat into a tiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. You want to read interrogate for me, please, Ma? We're thinking tonight. We're talking tonight. Interrogate mm. definition. Yeah. To question formally and thoroughly. To question. The word interrogation means to question formally and thoroughly. You know I like that word, isn't it? I love that word thorough. It's to ask questions. This is why I love the debates that the power circle are doing. Because what Claudette would have done, what Pastor George possibly would have done, is gone away and asked questions before they presented their case. And actually, they still need to go home, listen to themselves again, and make sure they develop on their argument. That makes them progressive in nature. I'm going to fight to make sure that someone like Pastor Claudette is in the parliament speaking on behalf of young women with children. Because what this world has done has marginalized them, caged them, and in fact, they've even made a religion out of them. Those are those types. They're a sect of people. They're known by, they're known by statistics. But these lives also matter. And she's got to be the advocate for that. So she's got to be well informed. Knowledgeable. In that little place in, where are you, Enfield? En, what is it? Tottenham. In fact, she's in Tottenham, sis. That's prophetic, though. Huh? It's quite powerful. She's in Tottenham. In fact, she's literally two minutes away from where Beyonce was. 
<laughs> so you two, you can post a picture and tag Tottenham Stadium. No problem. But in that little area, she's got to be thinking, asking questions. Looking at the state of Tottenham still, because it's still in a terrible state, you've got to figure out how do I become the solution provider for all these people? Don't let Tottenham, don't let Beyonce come and be the star there and claim that she's the one that made that place better again because she can do that. As soon as I came, that's when things got better. They gentrified the area. Now new houses are being built. Now the people look like this and talk like this and it will be because of the glory of Beyonce. Oh, you, you, think, you think that's not a thing. Oh, it can happen. But if she rises up for the salvation of all people, the glory that she gets goes back to the glory of God. Again, you guys will struggle with that because you'll be questioning, who is he now? Who? Who is it? <laughs> Still evolving. So she's got to go away and ask questions. Make her room an interrogation center. Make a response with Pastor Nikki. Let it be an interrogation. We sit down and we ask questions, deep questions. What do you think of this? What do you think about money? What do you think about uh, this, that, and the other? It gets deep to the point where she begins to form practices. She begins to form ways and solutions that not only help her, but many around her. That's my expectation. I asked for that debate for a reason. You probably don't even know why I asked for it. I wanted to see something. Anyway, keep reading. Second definition of interrogate. Yes. L from the Latin word interrogatus. Inter from the Latin word interrogatus. Yes. Past is the past participle of interrogare, meaning... You have to turn her up though, because we can't hear her very well. From inter, with meaning in between or in earth, and rogare, meaning to ask. Okay, so inter means in between, and reta, or regata, rogare. rogare, means to ask. So ask in between. Look in between the lines of things. You don't just take things for what they are, you go deep, right? And you're looking for the context of these things. The psalmist says the Holy Spirit is with you. How? Like PT said yesterday, many of us will be, even today, many of you are asking, oh God, this target that we're trying to reach. Pastor Nikki is messaging me. Pastor Nikki is stressing me out. Lord, come down and manifest your power. Did he answer you? Did he answer you? For many of you, he slapped you. Let me just be honest with you. He didn't answer you. So you're going to have to enter Rager. You're going to have to enter Rager. Ask in between. What does this mean to have the Holy Spirit with me? What does that actually look like? What is the manifestation of it? Again, I love how PT began to speak yesterday about faith or knowledge. Oh, is it whichever way? 
Faith is the expression of knowledge. Is that the way? I'm looking at you, sir, to help me. You're just looking at me. Faith is a display of knowledge. So I was right. Faith is the expression of knowledge. Very deep. So we've got to go know. I think the knowing helps us ask better questions. When you are enlightened with something, then we can go and ask. It's in the asking, then we can find uh, the solutions for. Everything we do now must come with evidence. I'm sorry. I'm not just going to take it. Even when you guys bring, I'm going to ask, sorry, how did this happen? Don't tell me that. Oh, God did it. How? Did you go to work? Did you go and did you? Because some people can say, Ma, I'm bringing 5K this month. And the, no, no, no. Don't, don't tell me that. Tell me how. What are the practices? What is the method? What order, what process did you take? Or are you planning to take to make this happen? That is inter-ragor. Ragor. So ask in between. That takes us away from the spiritual cloudiness and brings us back to this earth, natural realm, which we've been put on. We're not just going to settle for that anymore. I'm bringing 20,000. You know, people can think like that. One of your brothers came to me. He's like, how do I get somebody to stop thinking so far? And I don't want them to stop thinking far because that's important. You must keep thinking great. But actually, let's deal with 500 first. Let's get the practice of 500 first. Then you can talk to me about buying a stadium. Because that's some of the madnesses I hear sometimes. Today we're going to go and we're going to do this contract and we're going to build a stadium of 20 billion. You haven't even brought one pound, sir. Do you know what that is? It's the delusion of religion. I swear down. It's the delusion of religion. Because religion is hopeful. It's wishful thinking. It's actually delusion. It's not wrong to think that. But there's got to be a starting point for what you're thinking. There's got to be a starting point for the things that you desire to even have. Pastor Genevieve cannot desire to own or... Uh, be the legislator for uh, pharmaceuticals without first going through the practices of first going to university, maybe working in that sector, then working with people, then learning how to build businesses. You see the method there. One plus one must equal two. In, in, Christ, in religion, one plus one equals 20 billion thousand trillion. <laughs> Just doesn't add up. Tell me, Ma, tell me. Definition of delusion. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. This is Dr. Alexis, by the way. Doctor. Doctor. I, Dr. Alexis, can you be honest? On Wednesday, what did I tell you about what you would do for me eventually? Minister. Minister. I said to her, and PT said it yesterday. I almost messaged her. I said, did you just hear? I think I did anyway. I messaged you. Did you hear that? Eventually the doctors will be ministering to the pastors because they are the scientists. These people study to know. These people spend time 
developing practices that solve human infirmities. So when Peter said yesterday, I said, oh my days. I'm beginning to enjoy myself now. I'm enjoying my madnesses. So in, my, in my office, if you walk by, you'll hear me talking to myself. That's weird though. Don't copy that. But I do talk to myself. I must admit it. And it helps me. Let me just be honest with you. It helps me. If I don't talk to myself, I will crack brains because that's just how I function. I need to get it out just in case I am not just losing my mind. And actually, you think about the scientists of the world. These were crazy people. Einstein, they would say he's mad, you know, and not mad to the point that he didn't do. He actually did with his madness. Whereas there's a delusional uh, of way of thinking and you don't do anything. Go on, please, Ma. Delusional. A false belief or judgment about external reality <sighs> held despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary. Gosh. Occurring especially in mental conditions. Oh. So, guess what? Most people in church are mentally unwell. Yeah, that deserves a good whistle. Most people in church are mentally unwell. Can you read this one more time, please, doctor? For those of you who are religious, you will, disagree, you, you will, you will struggle with what I'm saying tonight, but I've just decided I don't care. I'm just going to say the way I need to say it because I've been holding back for a while now. I'm just going to say it the way I see it. And hopefully it will set many of us free. It will. So when I say to some of you, actually, you may have to go back and go to work. Maybe you have to go back to school. You're going to go and do your master's. You're going to do your PhD. You're going to do this so that we can have evidence. Otherwise, you'll be trying to say things and there's no evidence for it. Telling me you're going to bring 10 million trillion thousand. There was one person that used to be around PT. I'm just, there was a day in Lancaster House. He did one mad preaching and he came with one, one figure. And it was 10, do you remember Pastor Crystal? 10 million, 10 million trillion thousand pounds. I said, ah? <laughs> we all looked at each other like, huh? <laughs> What's going on? And let me use, where's my tissue gone, Lord? As he's speaking, the thing <laughs> Sorry, Lord. The, the stuff out of his mouth. I'm thinking, you? Unbelievable unbelievable it's delusional so it's actually mental health this is why we need Dr. Yetunde why she's got to be strong and everything will fight you even in the area of your giving you've got to fight to give so that these truths can come to light the reason why we've got to give now is so that we can create interrogation centers that allow us to sit down and conclude based on enough information. Sorry, I'm so upset with religion. I, I, I thank it for letting us get here, but I'm, I'm upset. Do you want to read it one more time, Ma, so that we can get back to this scripture that we tried to read? Go on. The definition of delusion. Yeah. A false belief or judgment about, ex about external reality 
held despite incontrovertible evidence. Incontrovertible evidence. What is the word incontrovertible? I, I feel like it means there's, there's no proof of anything. Not able to be denied or disputed. Go on. Incontro oh, incontrovertible proof. You're doing well, ma. If someone else has got it, you can help. Finish what you're reading on delusion. Somebody else will get that. Occurring especially in mental conditions. Occurring especially in mental conditions. So can we bring everything back to earth now, guys? Can we go away from the clouds, please, sir? I love the ideas. And we must keep having ideas. Sense by CM must desire to eventually be the biggest in, and I hope you guys do patronize his page. That is the most cleanest page I've seen. I just love going there. I actually get inspired when I look at Sense by CM's Instagram page. But without that practice, without him going through the process of doing those things, he can't in his room just think that eventually I'm just going to become the next Joe Malone just by, be by believing it in his heart and doing nothing towards it. Do you know that I think there's a scripture that says faith without works is actually dead, futile. Meaning that even within your faith, you need to go work it. You've got to work your faith out. You work it out with knowledge. You work it out with understanding. The true proof that you have faith is the fact that you went to go get knowledge for it. Let me leave that there and you finish reading because I will keep going on. <laughs> Even though I have loads of time, guys, I've got, I've, got, I've got time for this. Everything is coming out now. <laughs> Been set free. That's what the word, PT started this, by the way. If not, we will all be still in bondage. We will still be shackled up. <laughs> Go on, please, ma. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, mm. for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Thank you. Please, let's not rush those words. For reproof. What is reproof? I thought you guys would have been quick with me tonight. You've got to understand these words again. So actually, what I'll be doing if I were you with scriptures, I'll be sitting with dictionary. I'll be sitting with the internet and just be typing certain things up to check. Because you feel you, feel, you understand it. What does reproof mean? What does even profitability mean? It means that when I speak to you, you should become resourceful. When the word comes out, everything I'm saying is enough to make you a multi-millionaire. But there's still practices that you have to do once you've heard the word. So it's not enough for you to just hear. You've got to go away and do. Are you following me? You can't sit in your house. The state house cannot sit there and assume that God is going to do it. Or we have this great idea and tomorrow it's just going to happen. That is delusion to the grandeur of it. The height of it. They would know that we have to go out and do a work 
to make these ideas come to life. It would be madness for me to think as Pastor Nikki that these 10 businesses or whatever many businesses are just going to make money just because we said they're going to do 10 every month. No, every week we've, in, we've instilled certain practices to make sure that they do what they need to do. We speak to them. Then we work with them. We're checking the products. We're making sure that they are sellable. We're making sure that they are fit for the world. We're, we're doing things to be, to be sure that they work. We're not sitting there desiring for them to just make 10K every month. It's madness. I even said to the leader, I said, Pastor Genevieve, I'm only working with two. Because I think only two of them understand. Everybody else will we'll, we'll do in our time. But for now, it's the two. But even that, the reason why I can do that with boldness, I'm convinced by what I know about what those businesses will do. If I wasn't, guess what? I would have stopped by now. I would have stopped promoting we're doing uh, 24 businesses, 10 businesses. I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I'm convinced by it. Even if it's not popular. Remember what I told you about making decisions. It can sometimes make you unpopular. Sometimes people don't like it. Even the events that we do in Elite, some people may not like it. I don't give a hoot. If we are told to do These Lives Matter and the events that we do are bringing souls in, then guess what? I'm going to do it. It may be unpopular at the time of us doing it, but I know the result of this is leading us to These Lives Matter. I've got to be strong in my conviction. Otherwise, I will not evolve. I would just be a yes sir, yes sir, okay, yes sir, let's just, no, 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 no. I'll be too afraid to do anything big, anything new. I said to the team, this Sunday you're going to do exactly what I told you to do. You're going to organize the uh, whatever we've asked you to organize. Some leaders may be watching and try and catch the idea. Let me leave it there. That's my conviction. If these lives matter, will I be sitting in my house and saying, let me go and get souls? I've got to be out there. Ye Yehoshua was on the streets. Yehoshua was busy going from wells, meeting, uh, what's the sister's name by the well? I used to say, Rahab. No, is it Rahab? No. The Samaritan woman, she had a name though. Oh, she had not have a name. Look at you, Bible scholars. Well done. The woman by the well. This guy was busy winning souls. He was at events. This guy was turning water at the wine, uh, into wine in somebody's wedding. Sis. At the last event that you people had, you took one young guy. What's the guy's name with the braids, please? Tajay. And you're making a business out of him. These lives matter. If we didn't do that, how do we make these things work? You've got to be convinced. Your conviction comes from information, knowledge. It causes you to make right decisions. Conclusions are so deep, you know. Come to a wrong conclusion. You've just messed yourself up. A lot of my decisions have made me very unpopular amongst me. I, I don't give a... Listen, I respect everybody, but I don't care. 
I want to be called the rebellious one. I actually like it. It's encouraging. Even though in your face, I might just do, yeah, yes, sir, yes, ma. But you see, when it's my platform, I'm free. I feel very, I, I feel very relaxed. <laughs> I feel very confident, very bold. I can't lie, as soon as PT was, I'm shaking. It's just what it is. I'll grow out of it. I'll evolve. Reproof. Reproof. An expression of, of blame or disapproval. Okay. I'm waiting for you sis, this, with the scripture. So I'm trying to decode what certain words mean so that you understand what is being read here when Paul was speaking to Timothy. So? For reproof. Yes. For correction. For correction. Something that you say or do to show that you disapprove of someone's bad behavior. There's many other definitions there. There may be, that might be the wrong one. Again, this, if you go through definitions and synonyms of certain things, it brings things into more light for you. So you have to go away and do this yourself, otherwise we'll be here all night, right? So can you allow me to continue without reading the definitions? Go on, please. For instruction in righteousness. Yeah. That the man of God may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work so i said to you yesterday the focus and emphasis here was the work the instructions come so that you can be equipped for the work when pt is preaching and teaching and when pastor nikki is speaking and teaching and your house leaders are talking they're trying to equip you for a work what you now need to go and do is discover what is this work what is nationalism what is the nation family because that's the work and every word you're hearing, every instruction you're getting is getting you closer to a place where you can carry out this work effectively. Did you hear what I said? Do you understand what I've just said? So you're listening to words with a different eye now. Not your religious, we would do it in Jesus' name. Is what did you say yesterday? What did you say, PT? Let me go away and think on this. Let me develop on this. Let me go and uh, 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 get my mind, as he said, this place, this brain in between your ears to a place where it gets you to think enough to create. And as you're creating, you're making the work more relevant. Blacksmith is making this work relevant. If I wasn't sure of myself, convinced in my conviction, blacksmith wouldn't be what it is right now. It would still be cutting in state house. In fact, it would have got tired of cutting and just said, let me go and get a job because it's not bringing in enough money. That's what would have happened. Guaranteed. Again, I love when people, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word? Challenge. And maybe... Uh, don't agree with me it's good because then we can get into conversations I like that I do like it I like being challenged I like being um, questioned I like having tough conversations because that's interrogation that now makes me think that actually maybe we weren't trained to do any of that we were shut up we were smacked when we, when, we were, when we were asking questions. And you know why we were smacked? Because they didn't know. There was no knowledge. 
nor did they seek to gain the knowledge. So even when we asked, instead of them to go find out, they were more worried about how much palm oil they were putting in the egosi. They were more worried about why husband doesn't want to stay at home. He doesn't want to stay at home because he doesn't like you. He doesn't have enough knowledge. You didn't inspire him. I actually started looking at my, the relationship between my parents and I saw why it wouldn't work. You know, I think my dad would have been a nationalist. I think he would have been a nationalist. But the pressure to go get a job and make money for the family killed his thinking ability. This is why I said to one of your brothers, don't worry about your child. You keep thinking, eventually it's going to come and look for you. It will. You've got to be a thinker. You've got to, you've got to go and develop now. You've got to become better. Eventually, he will see you on TV and say, wait, mom, is that my dad? I need to go, wait, I, I need to find him. Whereas mom is running around thinking, right, who's the next one she can go and knock up with? She can go and develop knowledge. Excuse me for my vul vulgarism or my vulgarity. Don't worry. You keep building. You keep evolving. I guarantee you won't have to look. He will come find you. All these scriptures in, but I think they were just telling us some stories. They were just storytelling. Even the prodigal child, it reminds, it, all these things are stories. Lessons, valuable lessons. Important for us to know, but they're not the be-all and the end-all of our own salvation. so much work to do so so much challenging of religious rubbish that was put into us has to be completely removed the way we remove things is by filling ourselves with something new so we can't take out without putting in that's why we've got a daily exercise ourselves with knowledge or fill ourselves with knowledge Daily look for what things should be so that we can be progressive, so that we can evolve. Evolution stems around information, searching and looking and discovering. You know, when certain scientists are trying to discover new treatments, and, and you know, these charities, I love them, bless them. They will say it's animal cruelty. But without us using that animal, we wouldn't know what the solution is for cancer. So actually, in your own state of evolution and being scientific, there has to be certain calamities. Even for us to get 5G and maybe 6G next, there has to be certain deaths, I'm sorry, for us to discover and evolve to what we should be next. Even for the caterpillar to become a butterfly, the caterpillar has to die for the butterfly to have its effect. Are you following me with this? We're just talking tonight. 
we're just thinking tonight. I hope your ears are inclined and your hearts are inclined to hear on this level now. So that you can go away and produce on a different type of level. I want to hear more from the scientist. I want to hear more for the people that have actually gone away to seek knowledge. And this is why I actually respect certain people. There is a price for exploration. 100%. It costs. I'm looking for more examples. But it does cost. For any stage of evolution, it will cost. Again, some of the choices that we make and decisions that we make will be unpopular. But again, this is not a popularity contest. This is a nation-building contest. And it may hurt for some, but it will actually bless all if we can get it right. So we've got to challenge our beliefs. We've got to challenge everything we think we once knew. We've got to now put it into perspective. We've got to have the evidence for many things now. In my science class, I, did, I studied applied science in school. And what applied science would teach us, I, I, I'm so glad these things are coming back to me. I hated it at the time. But they would teach us how to do things like analysis. So they would say, find the problem. No, they call it risk assessment. So they will say, this is the risk. Assess it. What is the solution for it? And they would want you to go and find empirical evidence. I forgot what empirical means, but it just sounded like the right word to say. But they would say, go find empirical evidence for what you have discovered with this risk. And we will be tested based on that. That's how we were graded. I got a D because I was naughty, because I didn't understand it. The D was even good because I didn't even do the work, but my teachers knew I knew what like, I should be doing. I was just naughty. So when we were doing our experiments, I was the one throwing the stuff at someone's head instead of writing down the results. And I was doing that because I was bored, because I just thought we should be doing more than this teacher. I want more. This is boring. So I would study. If I were you and you're a teacher or you're into child, children stuff, I'll be looking at children in a different way now. What stimulates them? This child may not be naughty. This child may just need a bigger challenge. So we have to create schools for that. Instead, they took them to sect. Remember sect? Or what do they call them? through people referral unit then it was like prison or unit they called them they just needed to be challenged these would have been the Einsteins of today these would have been the catalyst of change for today if you challenge them and put proper things in front of them but again lack of knowledge the teacher doesn't know the head teacher doesn't know. All they care about is a salary at the end of the month. You see you, 
The kind of leadership that you have, you're not worried about salary. You're just worried about people building, meaning that you have the time to discover these things. You have the time to even build these things. You're creating the new world. You're creating the thinker's world. Ryan has to be the solution for, for, for fathers. How do I put that? Because it can't just be fathers. For single fathers. Or, uh, he's got to be the template for them. Yes, I was once in this situation. I had a child and this happened, but this is what we built. That's why I'll put pressure on someone like that. You're not just going to have it light. You're not just going to walk around like any... No, 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 no. You're going to take a work and then you're going to allow word that's being spoken to you to instruct you, to reproof, to correct, to train you in righteousness so that you are profitable. Ah, we read these scriptures and say, Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Don't be profitable for no reason. With no work. When he finds you, he must find you with a work. When people see you, they must see you with a work. I say to some of your sisters, the reason why some of you are probably not even married right now, you're not working. You want me to give you examples? When the sister was in, was it Ruth? When, okay, you know, innit? Because you've been reading it. <laughs> Ruth was busy working. She didn't even know. That Boaz was an option. It's Naomi that had to advise her. Sis, all this work you're doing, do you not see this man here? Come on, fix yourself. Come on, come on, come on. Come and lay down there as he's, as he's sleeping. It's your business cutting grass all day. Come and lay here. What should then qualify you to marry just because you're a woman and because your mom and dad said it's culturally right to marry? You must be found in a work. It must be purpose-aligned, purpose-based, mission-based. And your work isn't your nine-to-five, mind you. That's a job to make you have money. Your work is your call, your purpose your why I'm soon going to round up because I've said bears tonight even now I'm getting dizzy it's, it's not because it's a law we have to debunk so many things guys we have to unravel so many things and the older you are the more difficult it's going to be your DNA has been so tampered it's, it's tough have you seen Bokoto, Shaki, Bomo, Kalmi? To get into that thing is tough. That's a lot of older people's mindset. And old isn't age. Old is relative to what you think you know. It's still knowledge-based. So it's removing knowledge to give you the right knowledge. And that's why I had to say yesterday, it is right information. Because there's a lot of wrong information out there. Even the internet, you've got to check what information you are searching out. Because there's a lot of wrong on there. This is where discernment comes in. You've got to be discerning enough to know what is for you and what isn't. 
that is still based on revelation. I'm going to have to go away and order myself again and come back to you on Tuesday with a more refined way of saying what I'm saying tonight. But I'm sure you've taken one or two things from what I've said and you're thinking now. You're going to look at your EDCs as interrogation centers. Let me tell you that the, in, the T, TLM is an instruction. Your monthly givings are instructions. Meaning everything you're doing now, you should be organizing yourself to fulfill the mandate of that instruction. You're not going to come to these lives and matters saying that, well, I, I, I couldn't. You see what we did last week, Saturday with the blacksmith? All of those people have been registered to these lives matter. I hope they have. You better start doing that now because I've just gone and said something on live TV. Caitlin is watching. We used to say things like God is watching. It doesn't even matter. It's Caitlin who's watching. That matters more than God watching. Let me be honest. It matters more because he can see and he can then make a judgment for his life based on what he sees. God is already judged. Ah, so what does he need to come and judge again for? It's Caitlin that matters. Did you understand what I just said? One of the barbers that we're going to get down from Birmingham, we've already given him his target for TLM. Without that Saturday event, we couldn't do that. I need you to think. Look at the instructions that have been given to you from PT, from PN, even your giving, those of you who are expected to give, and you come back and tell me zero. You know I don't rate you. Let me just be very honest with you. I don't rate you. And it's better, for, it's better that you know that. It's better that you know that. Otherwise, you'll be thinking you can be getting away with it. I'm saying that to actually save you and protect you. Because if I start rating you, and you are not a giver based on instruction, I'm leading, you to a, I'm leading you to a horrible death. A senseless death. Thank you. You will perish. I can rate you in other areas. I can respect you for certain things. I don't rate you. No way. No how. Especially when you see the demand of this work. It's intensifying every day and you're okay to come with zero every month consecutively. We have a problem. Big problem. We're going to have to deal with the DNA. Your social construct has to be challenged. You're going to have to hear things that would hurt and offend, but hopefully recalibrate those things. And straighten them out so that you're thinking right. So that you can do right. The smartest thing blacksmith could have done is give me blacksmith. Did you hear what I just said to me? The smartest thing he could have done for himself was to give it back. Where would he be? Humanity is so fallen. 
gift of lack of knowledge. So we need you to rise up as leaders because this kind of thing, the whole, who's burning something in the kitchen now, Lord? This kind of thing, the whole world needs to hear. When I sit here and say things like, I'm going to be very great, that sounds very encouraging and inspiring. No, I know it based on practices. There's evidences. From leading a house, to building a house, to building individuals, to building community, to building businesses, there are evidences. It's not, it's not just a random. You've seen certain practices You've seen certain disciplines. You've seen certain sacrifices. There's evidence there, scientifically proven. How do I round up? I've got so many. How many scriptures have I done? Just one. Just one. It just goes to show you there's so much to unpack. So much to learn and relearn. Let me deal with John John 3. Because I think this is quite important still. We'll start from verse 1. Because I think it's a quite an important encounter. Remember how I started? It's either you evolve or you... Thank you. I also said to you, before you come to conclusions, make sure you've gone and done the research, you've got the knowledge, you've got the information, you've gone into your interrogation center so that you can make right decisions. Otherwise, if you conclude too soon, what will happen? We'll create another failed religious sect will create another set of people who have gone into a disillusioned sense of thinking. Take time before you come to conclusion. Let's read, please, ma. John 3, verse 1. This is the encounter between Yehoshua and, and it's Yehoshua, guys. Yeshua is the abbreviated, again, you've got to go and do your own study. Yeshua is the shortened version of Yehoshua. I would do the spelling, but I don't want to embarrass myself. It is Yehoshua. The abbreviation is Yeshua. Amashia is the full extent of it. Yehoshua Amashia. Anyway, you will go and study that for yourself. Uh-huh. Now there was a Pharisee, uh-huh. a man named Nicodemus, Good. who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. Uh-huh. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. Did you hear what he said? He said he didn't know you, him as a spiritual being. He knew him as a teacher. He knew him as an educator, a man of knowledge. A man of wisdom. It's important for me to emphasize this because Nicodemus, he also was supposed to be an educator. Um, He was supposed to be the people who were entrusted to teach the people on the way they ought to live life. Yet, he's going to Yehoshua telling him that we know you're a teacher. We know you've come from God. 
Continue with this encounter. Go on. For no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Yes. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Mm. How can someone be born when they are old? Mm. Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. Hold on there. You know, do you remember the times when PT said, being born again starts with knowledge, then ends with faith. Do you remember when he had spoken to us about that a while back? You will have to find that SoundCloud somewhere. That was quite important. Everything that Yehoshua was saying here was very logical, very practical in nature. Very practical. Flesh gives birth to flesh. That's very practical. I'm saying this to say that everything that he did with Nicodemus was give him new knowledge. He was challenging what he already knew with what he should know. That's what the teacher came to do was challenge knowledge. Challenge what you know. That's what teachings do. When you listen to PT, everything you've known for the last 20 years of your life or pre-nation is to challenge it. Keep reading because they're not clocking me yet. The wind blows wherever it pleases. Yeah, I'm trying to get to verse 10 really. Go on. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. Uh-huh. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Yeah. How can this be, Nicodemus asked. Verse 10. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. Yeah. And do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. We speak of what we know. And testify to what we have seen. If we had time, we'll go and read it in the message version. I'll leave that for you so that you can have something to go away and study. He was giving him new knowledge. He was teaching him. The job of Yehoshua was to teach. Give people new knowledge that will make them profitable and productive. He can see how these people were being so mistreated by what they were being taught. By the Pharisees. They were giving them a very regressive ideology of God. They were teaching them things like the the things of the days of Moses. These things have come and gone, guys. I can't even sit here and begin to teach you Moses like that. I cannot because it will get you into a regressive nature. I'm going to round up here. Our jobs as leaders is to give new knowledge. Let me bring this back practically again and take you back into our everyday. For some of you, like I said last week, you're going to have to get on the phone because old knowledge told you that, don't worry, something is just going to come. Business contact is just going to happen while I'm sitting here. Get on the phone and call people. 
and build relationships, you'll be shocked what you begin to learn from people. I sat there or stood there with Nathan, Pastor David, and Casey. In that two minutes I was standing there, I think I learned a year's worth of knowledge from that man. And I'm not ashamed to say it. And guess what? He's just a photographer. Just a photographer. Can we be a bit more open-minded with the kind of people we have relationships with? This is why I'm not against anybody. You can do what you want. I will get along, get along with anyone. Muslim, yellow, white, Simpson. I don't care what you are. Bisexual, heterosexual, cross, whatever it is. I'm with you. If we can learn together and evolve together, build together, then I'm with you. I prefer to be with you than the religious man that is saying things that don't materialize to anything progressive. What's, what would I be doing? One of my mates is actually Sikh. Sells me alcohol. <laughs> the guy owning the Langley over is a Sikh. Not religious. Oh, oh, sorry. He's turned his religious practice into something practical. At least, can the Christian life do that? What do we have? Instead of them building a, 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 building a Sikh temple, he built the Langley Hotel. Or not built it, he brought the Langley Hotel. And he's making money from it. Guys, can we think? Can we think? <laughs> can we drop some religious practices? Can we spend time to deal with this thing here? Our brain was supposed to function. The mandate, the command given to Adam was so that this can function. Go think. I'm not going to settle for anything less. This is why I know I'm going to be great because you keep seeing the evidences. You've also got to put that for yourself into practice now. What have I created? What have I done? What are the evidences? I'm trying to make power circle and evidence for something, sis. You've got to fight for it. It's not that your job. That's why I said, come and hear from me. Find out what I expect from it so you know what to go do. That was 2 Timothy. That's what it was. We've got to be able to convert scripture to today. If you cannot do that, then it has no meaning to your life. It's just many words. Empty words. The conversion rate ain't adding up. How is he saying we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, yet I'm dying? It's not adding up, sis. Some of you have got to get on the phone. Get it, get out there. Go and make contacts. But for others, those things that you're saying, I'm not sure about, you're challenging yourself. When you know you've got to go and do your session, go do it. Wait for somebody to, go do it. If you know this is building the family, if you know this contributes to nation building, go do it. Be bold. Even if it's unpopular. Sometimes, 
Sorry, I was just talking to a few people there. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the work now. I'm enjoying the work again. It feels brand new. For those who are listening to me for the first time, don't mind me, but mind me. I want you to get you ready for These Lives Matter. This Sunday is an elite service. I don't even want to hear anything. I just want to hear the word. I want to hear the instructions on what we need to do next. I want to hear the instructions that are going to take us from where we are to the next level. I want to be sure that we're in line with the vision that PT has had all these years. I want to make sure that we're progressively pushing it. That's what I want to be sure of. It's your responsibility, our responsibility to make sure it happens. The work has been given to us. and We're going to fight to see it through. Like I said, our fight isn't for money. Our fight is for power, just so you know. Just in case you're thinking, I need money. No, 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 no. You will have it and plenty of it. Your fight is for power because if we have power, these things that we are hearing and saying, we can have the voice to say it freely. Freely. Without no restraints, without no bounds, we'll be free. I truly believe the reason why Peter can be speaking so freely now is because he will never have a financial burden. As in, he will never be looking for money because we will always be sure that it's there. That's our responsibility. The reason why we give the way we give is so he can speak the way he speaks. Because if he didn't, guess what? He will have to potter. He will have to say things to appease people. He will have to say things to give you hope. So tomorrow you will come back again. You don't have to do that. Be free, PT. Be free, man of God. Say what you got to say to us. He has to be free. Your giving allows him to be free. Forget community building. It's the free PT. And if that community builds, praise God. Pastor Genevieve, what do we do? Let's write. Is the food ready? It's ready. Let's round up. Let's get ready for these lives matters by tonight, guys. This is an instruction. I need your registration to go from, from what it is right now. I need a hundred tonight. George, do you hear me? Tonight. She's looking at tonight. I need a hundred. All those people you had in your house the other day, all those people you had, I need them registered. I need them registered. Deji's gonna have his booth there. These lives matters is what I make it, it's what you make it. He will have we're gonna have a salon, a, a male grooming station created by the genius Pastor Daniel Ehediwa, a male grooming station that is dedicated to all the barbers in the world. And we have to have it because of what we've done. And you're going to invite all these people down. Some of you from Nigeria, I'm especially having you down. So Osas, get ready. And who's the other person you wanted there? I think Fufumi was the other one that Pastor Priscilla had mentioned. I'm personally inviting you. And I will be online with you um, next week. Uh, myself and Pastor Daniel Ehediwa will be speaking to you. Elite Nigeria. So please let your team know. Get ready. And I've asked you to transfer something to them. Have you done that? You haven't done it. I know you wouldn't do it. 
Um, if you feel me, you can message me personally because I know that way the job will get done. Yes? If you feel me, you can message me personally because I know I will get the job done. Pastor Priscilla will say, yes, ma. Yes, ma. Not do it. So anyway, how many did I say tonight for These Lives Matters? Guys, I'm not rude, by the way. People think she's so rude. How can she be so rude? I'm just, I am what I am. If we can create a new category, I'm just Nikki. Just Nikki. That too will go into a dictionary one day. Nikkiism. <laughs> um, a hundred tonight for these lives matter. So you're going to be messaging people. That's why I even came on early. Because I want you to keep mobilizing your souls. I want you to keep mobilizing your seed. Most important. And I want that to be in the forefront of your mind. Those two things. Your seed and your souls. These things allow us to carry this message and allow us to continue the work. I love you all so very much. Um, is there anything else I need to mention? Just get ready for this Sunday, of course. It's going to be a strong, strong Sunday. Um, I can't wait to hear the word. Last week left me so angry, left me on fire. I'm sure for many of you, you are hot, ready. Uh, and we're just going to do a mad, nasty thing. I don't know what it is, but we're just going to get nasty again. If it's seed winning, soul winning, I don't care, whatever it is, we're just going to go for it all the way. Yeah, I'm sure you are ready. Even in elite Nigeria, elite Ghana, you're going to be preparing your souls for TLM as well. Set up your screens, your event spaces, and we've got time so we can do it the way we want to do it, right? Um, so it's, it's about time. It's about time that we make ourselves relevant as black people. We've never done what we've done. Like, we've never done a work like this before. So I'm not shocked if certain people say, I can't keep doing it. It's beyond, this is not church. This is not religion. We live for this, 247. We give for this. We've sold out our life for this. Church is easy. You come in here, praise God and go. But this kind of thing is hard because you are building. You are evolving to become relevant again. I love you also very much. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Saturday. If you're part of the collective, I think you're doing one-to-ones with Pastor Genevieve and myself. Um, and we're preparing for the next phase of what the Collect Enterprise will be doing. So get ready for that. I love you also very much. Um, you can maybe message me back tonight. Well, what should we say to each other? What should we say? What should be the... I am evolving. Or I'm ready to evolve. I am ready to evolve. That's better. Because some of you are not evolving. So it will be a lie to say, I am evolving. Just say, I'm ready to evolve. Let's not lie to ourselves. Rusayo, I see you. When are you coming to see me with the kids? We had, we had the holiday for the kids. You didn't come down. I am ready to evolve. Thank you to Farah, necessary. I am ready to evolve. Eniola, many people would have dropped out by now. This is long past. I just wanted to hear the glory of God is upon me. Amen. No, no, no. This is it. This is the word I have for you today. Thank you, Israel. Israel, you're supposed to come see me as well. But I see Israel in everyone's lives now. So I think he's, he's, he's a, a floating national. Um, I'm ready to evolve. I'm ready to evolve. I'm ready to evolve. Elite Nigeria, I'm ready for you. Elite Ghana, I'm ready for you next week. It's just me and you, yeah? Me, you, and the word. And we're going to speak to ourselves. I'm ready to evolve. Aha. Let me tell you something. Nothing belongs to anyone in this family. 
Do you understand that? When something has been put into your hands, your job was to take care of it and present it back. There's no such thing as this belongs to me. Even elite doesn't belong to Pastor Nikki. I'm just a temporary custodian. Elite Ghana can never belong to Pastor Chris. Uh, uh, the state house can never belong to Pastor Daniel. Uh, this house of family cannot even belong to me or Pastor Priscilla. Imagine Pastor David saying, this house belongs to me. How? Imagine you telling me blacksmith belongs to me. How? Power circle. It doesn't. It belongs to the work. And we can call back for it at any time. Elite Nigeria, you belong to the work. You belong to the mission. Elite Ghana, you belong to the mission. Elite UK, prosperity, you belong to this work that is led by Pastor Toby Adebuega. Leadership for now is Pastor Nikki, but that can change at any moment. And it changes when I decide to uproot myself from the vision, uproot myself from the source, which would never happen because I'm plugged to the source. Is that right, Ola? You good? Uh -huh. Praise God. I love you all so very much. Be ready to evolve. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful of external influences. Be careful of external influences that will taint the vision put in front of you. Those things are detrimental to your growth and your establishment. I love you all. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you.